is Hebrew Hits, presented by JTribeRadio.com. I'm your host, Malia, and I sit down with people who live by the motto, it's what you do with what you have that makes a difference. Welcome to Hebrew Hits. You are listening to the 27th episode. I'm so excited for you to be here with me today. Today, I've got Chaim Loeb, also known as the Fit Yid. He is over Zoom. He is in Arizona right now. We are going to talk about what he does and what living with intention really means. But before we get there, I'd like to please ask you if you could go follow us on Instagram at Hebrew underscore hits. And if you have not yet followed us on Spotify and subscribed on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, Stitcher and iHeartRadio, please go do that right now. It'd be much appreciated. Well, let's get straight to the interview. Chaim, thank you so much for being here. It's a pleasure having you on the show. How are you doing today? I'm excited. Looking forward. I'm looking forward. Listen, I think everybody likes to talk. So it's exciting. I love having conversations. So I'm looking forward to it. This is going to be a great one. So tell me a little bit about yourself and where you come from. I came from, so I lived, you know, grew up in Bayswater. And I mean, for, I've been always, I was always into sports and always into being athletic in a way. Um, You know, then I got into actual like fitness, um, was about, I was, was very consistent with that for a while, then kind of had a stint, and maybe we'll get into that, where I wasn't. Um, and then recommitted once I moved to Arizona a couple of years ago, and that's a story in itself in a way, um, and really created that lifestyle and then created that identity and really saw what it can bring into somebody's life by, it, by bringing it into my life um, in a real deeper way. Um, and... That brings me today where I coach men to live a healthier lifestyle. So that's awesome. When I first started like hearing your name was actually on LinkedIn, I was scrolling through LinkedIn, all new to LinkedIn. And I kept seeing your post. You had number 182. I remember it was 182 was like one day that I, that I was like, whoa, he got to 182. And I, that's when I first started seeing you. And most people know you as the fit yid, you're into coaching. Have you always been into fitness though? Yeah. So, I mean, when it, com- when it comes to fitness in, ge- in like actually like working out um, in that sense, it started when I was um, later in high school. Uh, it continued um, while I was in Israel um, and was pretty dedicated to it um, throughout those years. When I came back to America after I started working this and that, um, I kept it up for a little bit, not as consistent. And then um, there was a time where things got a little um, hazy for me, um, no pun intended, but I went through a, a period where um, I wasn't as productive. I didn't really take care of my body, didn't really take care of my mind, and really left fitness behind for a little bit, uh, for a little while. So at that part, um, I wasn't into fitness <laughs> at all. And then, you know, thank God, I found my center. I started living with intention. Um, and that was big with moving to Arizona um, and and really got back into fitness. So how has being into fitness changed your life, like this entire journey of starting into fitness from before you started till now? Yeah, so I think that when it comes to health and fitness, it's really like a key that kind of opens the door for so many other things for you to kind of take ownership of. So when I decided and really created that, that life for myself when it comes to the health and fitness um, in my life, it really opened up the doors 
and let me walk into so many other things like taking responsibility, living with intention with other areas of my life and really make a difference what I wanted to do and, and, and create that abundance for me um, in terms of my career, in terms of making a difference in this world and, and in terms of just building that, I would say, life and lifestyle and, 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 and future that I, I really want. So really like the foundation is a health and fitness, but it, it does, it's not going to allow you, it's not going to actually like get you, like it's just a key and it allows you to have that discipline. It allows, that's what you need. You need discipline in life. You need these things. So it's so, it, 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 it allows you to like have that born and then you build on it. So like I said, it's the key that really opens the door for you to walk in and, receive everything else that's coming. Wow. So you see that in your own personal life. Yeah, because once I really created identity, really committed to this, I mean, I was able to be way more productive in things that I wanted to do. Like, for example, when I was growing up, school was never like something that I excelled at at all, right? But once I decided to bring health and fitness into my world in a real way, not just like, oh, it's easy or I want to do it. Or I want to do it for the wrong reasons or whatever it is. I was able to, one, learn way more. I was able to study longer. I was able to, you know, I mean, just like grow my mind, like get my certification. Like I tried it once before a while back, but there was no way I could sit and actually like, you know, study and, and get it. It was not but this allowed me to do that. You know, it cleared my mind. I was able to have that clarity of mind. So it, it, like I said, it's the key that opens the door. And I think that so many people that are struggling with productivity, struggling with energy, struggling with being present, struggling with discipline, something that they could really do to bring that into their life is bring health and fitness into their life. Wow. So before we get to the main question, which is obviously what is living with intention? What does it mean? All that stuff. I want to ask you, you know, how long do you actually spend in the gym? Like, are you working out all day? Like, how does, what does your day look like? It's a great question. So regarding my day, what it looks like. Okay. So we'll, we'll go through that. Um, I, I don't recommend this for everybody. I'm not saying this has to be for everybody. Um, but I do want to preface a couple of things in terms of like Talia said, like how long I actually work out, how long I spend on that. <clears throat> and I also want to preface like that's also not for everybody. So um, I usually start my day um, getting up around five. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> Every I love, day. I love, yeah, I love the mornings. Um, so, yeah, so through the week I get up around five, uh, at five because the mornings is somewhere where I could be present, where I don't have to, you know, be on my phone. I mean, we could get into all these things about you know, re living reactive and be on your phone and, and really being present and all those things and how that affects your mind and how you're going to live the rest of your day if you start your day off a certain way. So I love to start my day off with me. I mean, like, you know, have my water, get my workout. And so I go work out. I work out for about 40 minutes to an hour. Wow. Okay. Um, and, and that's not needed. I mean, firstly, that's not tons of time but it's also you don't need that amount of time so if somebody's pressed for time and they don't have an hour and they're like oh i have to work out for an hour no you don't but so i work out for for um for about an hour or so and this is working out in your house because i know that well, i've seen so, you on hikes so I, I i i either go on a hike i go to the gym 
Um, or I do have equipment in my in my apartment, in my house. But when the gym is open, I don't work out at home because I, I enjoy going to the gym. And when I go on a hike, it's a little bit longer because um, I also like to enjoy and spend time at, at the peak and just, you know, be in nature. Uh, so that I really enjoy. So really, I, don't, I work out once a day. Happens to be I don't work out seven days a week or even six days, really. It's four to five right now. Um, and I'm exercising. I am getting to a place where it's where I'm going to be doing six because this is interesting. Everybody goes through phases. Uh, most people go through phases where unless they're like comp- like getting ready for competition or things like that, where like you'll work out for six days a week and then you have that that like fire that discipline where it's able to do that. And sometimes you're not. But the problem is some people when they don't have that six days a week, they're like, oh, if I'm not all, then it goes to that nothing place. And the all or nothing mentality is very dangerous. So it's okay to do three. It's okay to do less than six, less than you were doing at your peak. So know that. And that's really important. I think that's what happened with me. That's how I stopped working out. I was like, I'm working out three days a week. And then like, I did it for a good, like two, three weeks. And then I just missed it one day and I'm like, shoot, I'm done. And I have not picked it up. Right. So so everybody to their level in terms of like three days a lot. So it's okay to do two, you know? what you could be consistent with. And if you miss once, that doesn't mean you just stop. You could go back to three. The point is that um, you could go through cycles and that's okay. Um, just consistency isn't perfection. Consistency means you don't stop. You don't like, you don't give up and you keep on going when things aren't perfect. So, so basically then I put a lot of hours at work. I mean, that's something, that's something that I really um, put a lot of time into. So, you know, so it's working out, you know, breakfast, and then, you know, work and I spend some time with family and, you know, things like that. And, you know, guide my clients, you know, guide my academy members. But, That's uh, so interesting because I, I really always thought that you were probably in the gym all day. <laughs> right. That's, that's probably, I mean, that could be why people, what people think. I mean, yeah. it's really not what's needed. And for me, I don't coach for that. I don't, I don't, I don't, not that I don't believe in it. That could be for somebody, right. Who's who wants to do that. But for me and for my Academy members, that's not reality. They're, they want to live a healthy lifestyle. They want to better their health for their future, for their today, for their family. It's not about getting on a stage, you know? So that's not what, it's not what it's the foundation of, of, of my Academy is about. That definitely makes me feel better. And I'm assuming a lot of my listeners would also be like, even the fit yet who is a coach in fitness, you don't work out all day. It's you take an hour, 45 minutes, an hour and a half, whatever works for you. Yes, exactly. Very good. So getting to our question of the day. First of all, the fit yet is an awesome name. It's so cool. I love it. It's awesome. So did you come up with the saying living with intention and right? Yeah. So did you come up with that? And also what does it mean? And yeah, what's, what's the meaning behind it? Yeah. So it's interesting. I've actually thought about like, where did that come from? Like where, where did I read it somewhere? Did I, did it just come to me and like naturally like, Oh, intention, like this is what I want to, um, you know, guide people with, et cetera. Like what, where that, I don't know exactly. I just remember like having the motto talking about it with my family uh, because something that is interesting. Well, first I'll answer your question, like what it really means, but I, I don't, I don't know like how it came about. Okay. I guess from the, I guess from the one, one above. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> um, I, I really don't know. But I think it's so powerful. Why? Uh, because what what well living with intention is something that's comes 
from many different angles, right? So it's not just um, live with intention with your ex, right? So it's if you live with intention one way, it could spill over to another way. And what does live with intention mean is each thing that you're doing, it's not just something that you're doing because you have to do it or it's just you flow from one thing to the next or you're not putting any thought into it. When you're living with intention, there's thought that goes into it. You are prepared for it. You, even if something is like, like a snap a finger, you need to do it, take a second. You're like, okay, you know, what are the intentions I want to, you know, put into this? And things are not just like, you know, uh, all over the place. Like you're intentionally here you're present. You're, you're, you're going after something with a purpose. A lot of people could, can make like, can bring the word purpose with intention, which is fine. So, you know, when it comes to intention, it's like, when it comes to, like, if you look at my logo, so there's a man here, right? And everything's coming centered, right? Centered to the heart, because that's really important as well, that you live with your heart, through your heart, and intentionally living um, and bringing things centered to you. So I hope that wasn't too all over the place. Um, I don't have, like, a one line, like, this is what living with intention, because I think it could also be different for each person. And at the end of the day, when we take care of our health and fitness, again, that is living with intention in that way, but it's going to spill over to other places in your life to live with intention with your family, with your business, with your, um, with your friends, everything. So living with intention is really, really powerful. So have you been taught this or like this kind of type of lifestyle or did one day you're like, this has to happen. This has to start. I'm changing my life. I'm changing the way I live. Yeah. So interesting question. Basically nothing I was taught per se um, that I can remember, or maybe somebody tried to teach it, but it wasn't, I either didn't resonate or wasn't given over the way that it was going to resonate, whatever it was. And once I decided to really make a, a change in my life, well, once I moved to Phoenix um, in terms of these things, I started doing a lot of reading. I started surrounding myself with the right people. I started getting um, a lot more serious about living intentionally. And it kind of just developed into a lifestyle and then it developed into identity. And I think that as well goes into the same thing as how I lead my academy members is in the beginning, you're like, you got to have the discipline to make that transformation, right? So we build habits, we solidify habits. Let me bring this, let me bring this. And then, and then we make that transformation. We're like, this is what we're doing. Go hard or go home. Right. So, so we spend some time on that. Right. But let me bring it back to what we were talking about before. So when I'm, when I'm starting to bring living intentionally into my life, bring living intention to my life, do I really know everything about it? Do I, do I, do I do it in a maybe more uh, sustainable way? Maybe not. I'm more like, I'm addicted to this. This is like, this is like, I'm like feeding myself. Right. So it's like, I'm like closed off, maybe tunnel vision. And I'm like, you know, putting in all the work, whether that means reading a lot, whether that means putting, you know, talking to the right people, doing whatever I need to do, listening to tons of podcasts, watching the right videos, putting the right stuff into my mind, into my soul, into my being. Right. And then it's like, okay, we got to build a lifestyle around this. You can't, you know, it's probably not sustainable to do what you were just doing. So the same thing goes into building, solidifying, and creating um, a transformation, right? So let's build a lifestyle, right? Um, it's not all or nothing, right? So let's build a lifestyle. Let's spend time on building a lifestyle around this. 
And then it's like, okay, you have the lifestyle. Is it you? Is it an identity? Okay, let's build that identity. Let's make it you. And that's kind of the same way I took the approach of building myself until now. It's still a lot to go. And how I coach my clients. Wow. So how long have you been a coach for? My academy members. Um, so I started my um, uh, academy on my 24th birthday on November 13th. Wow. And now how old are you? <laughs> oh, um, 2019. So that's what I'm saying, 2019. So it's been like, I don't know, 9, 10, 11 months or something like that. Wow. So it hasn't even been a full year. No, no, not a full year. Wow. That's amazing that you were able to do that in, in such a short amount of time. Did you, how did you start off? Did you start off on LinkedIn by trying to get clients? How did you build up your clientele and get people to come to your academy? So um, there's still so much to grow and having created the, I guess you could say the movement that's going to be created. I haven't, you know, I, there's so much to go, but um, I, I, I invested in myself by putting me, myself in, a, in, a, in an academy myself for coaches, for fit pro coaches. So, and so I think it's really powerful and very important to invest in yourself. So I got coaches and I still have coaches um, and they guided me and, and, and put me in the right position to um, build what I built so far. Um, so it wasn't just LinkedIn. I mean, um, I post on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Um, now I post on Shabbat.com. I actually shared that with Malia. I posted to <laughs> I love it, by the way. I have no idea how to use it. I keep getting like people welcoming me. My posts are not going up. No one's reacting to them. I don't even know if I have any friends on that thing. <laughs> it's, you have to look into see how to, how to go about that. But you're, um, like, it's, you're like, it's the Facebook for Jewish people. Yeah, it's not really working. <laughs> it's, it's, it's interesting. You got to figure it out. You just entered it. But I wouldn't say it's like, you know, the MLB, but it's just another platform um, to get eyeballs. Right. So. But what would you uh, say to people who want to start coaching? Like what type of training do you have to go through? What type of classes do you have to get certified? What's the process? Well, it definitely depends on what type of coaching they want to do. <laughs> definitely. So there's fitness and health coaching. There's just health coaching. There's business coaching. Right. So, I mean, if you want to be a fitness coach, you, you, need, you want to get certified to be a fitness coach. I'm also um, about to be a certified nutrition coach. Um, so that's exciting, really exciting. Learned a lot. Um, so that's put a lot of work into that. So I think that's another thing that, um, we spoke about earlier in, in, in this podcast is like, I was able to like get my personal training certification and have total confidence in getting a nutrition coaching certification and like studying and passing tests. And it just changed my whole, you know, psyche in, in, in a way. But if you want to start, yeah, you get certified and you start, you start, you know, creating your brand, creating your intention for your, for your business. There are certain things that you want to do. I mean, it really depends what you want. There's online, there's in-person, um, there's group, there's, you know, one-on-one. So it really depends on what somebody wants to do. And then you got to build your curriculum, right? So I have a curriculum. Not, it's not one size fits all, meaning there is a outline but then there is personalized with that outline because you need the outline because you can't be all over the place. So you have the outline, then you personalize the outline for the person, for their wow. So let's say someone's starting fresh. They want to be a coach. What you're saying now, that's how they set themselves up for success. Or is there something more to that? Well, you set yourself up from the success by getting certified mm -hmm. by, and then it's up to you. Do you want to invest in yourself and get a coach? 
Um, do you want what to kind of coach? What type huh? of coach? What type like of coach? Somebody to help you build your fitness business, build your online, online or in person, or your social media, whatever. Teach you how to do that, things like that. That's kind of like how I, how I like. If it really depends on how far you want to take it, which route you want to go, um, how much money you want to put in. I mean, it's like it's really. So how did you set yourself up for success? What did you do? So, so, so that's a good question. So, I mean, it starts from me moving to Phoenix in a way. Um, And how long have you been living there for? A year now? Almost almost two years. Oh, so it's almost two years. Yeah, almost two years. Oh, wow. And you probably like it so much more than Bayswater. I do enjoy it more than Bayswater. That is a fact. Um, (laughs) There's pros and cons to each, each place. That's for sure. But I just spent three weeks in New York, so... Um, it was nice, but it's nice to be back. How do you deal with the, with the heat in Arizona? Cause it's so hot. So the dead of summer, I don't spend that much time out in midday or when it's the hottest areas, I go hiking early in the morning, okay. um, and things like that. Um, but back to your question, setting myself up for success. So it started moving here in terms of, I mean, there's a lot of distractions in, in, in New York, uh, for me personally. And I think in general, mm-hmm. and just kind of getting away a little bit from those distractions as well, putting myself around people here that really enhanced my life in terms of sibling, family, mentors. For example, I'll just tell you a story. Um, I was in the gym a couple months being here. And after the workout, I went to like, I tried out this like um, group fitness thing, whatever they, you know, you go, you have class. So after the workout, I was saying, you know, good workout to everybody. You know, I was pumped up exercise gets you uh, in an amazing mood. Um, (laughs) So I was excited. I had a good workout and pushed myself. So I was saying to everybody, great workout. This one guy came, he went to the water fountain. So I didn't see him at first. Then I went out over to him after. I said, good workout. We ended up talking. He ended up being part of the Jewish community here. We took, I took his number. I went in for Shabbos. He ended up being like this awesome, like, you know, guy. And I, I ended up like, he ended up like being a mentor to me. Like we would meet. I would go to him for Shabbos. We would meet during the week. We would meet for, I would meet at his house. I would meet, like I talked to him about business, life, everything. So for me, it was really putting myself around people who are going to, you know, guide me in the direction that I wanted to go um, as well with this might seem crazy and don't take this in the wrong way, but I really kind of wasn't in touch with a lot of people and this might seem crazy. This might, you might, you might think like, no, I have to like this. I missed texts. I didn't reach out to some people, not like, not that I didn't want to or care about them or anything like that. I was putting work into myself and I love this. It's like, if you, it's okay to disappear for a year to build yourself. And that's basically what I did, to be honest. I, I, I really just put work into myself, put myself around the right people and kind of like just built. So that's why. Did you lose people over that? No, I didn't lose people. Because they also saw that I was putting in work, you know, in a way, you know? And I think also when you're close to people, it's okay. Firstly, they might understand. Secondly, like, it's okay not to talk to everybody all the time. Is it's okay to, you know, take time for yourself, to, to build yourself. Because we get so distracted. We get so caught up in a lot of things that we never actually put in deep, real time to build. And it goes into, like putting in the work. Basically, I only started my academy, let's say 13 months after I moved here, right? Those first 13 months, right? 
didn't happen right away. You know, there was a lot of t- like there was that time of building, right? Um, so things don't happen overnight, and people really want things to happen overnight, and people don't. People tend to stop early, and there's no, there's no, and the crazy thing is that people have certain things in their life that they don't stop early. They don't. They don't stop early. There's certain things in people's lives that they will go all the way. But these other things, they'll stop early. And they're like, well, like, I can't do that. But over here, they don't realize that they're going so hard. So it's about finding those bright spots to then bring that over and duplicate what you're doing here, here. That's something I use in my coaching as well. Is like, what has worked in the past? Okay, let's, let's try to help you out with that, with this. But I think it's really interesting where people – don't stop early in some things and stop early in others. And they're like, wait, but I can't do that. But, but you could. Can you um, give an example of what you're talking about? I mean, health and fitness. But somebody could be making millions of dollars working 14 hours days. You know what I mean? And they're like, oh, I can't do that because it doesn't happen overnight. And you know, <laughs> but your business didn't either happen overnight. You know? Right. I hear what you're saying. Okay. That's a good example. Yeah. So what your priorities are. It's priorities. That, that's for sure. That's for sure. And that's what it is. It's not that you can't. It's just priority. What are you, what are you willing to prioritize right. and, and that stuff? And that's just like my, I think, my, my opinion on things, uh, my thoughts. So take it or leave it. But yeah, regarding surrounding myself, regarding setting myself up, coaches, the right people around me, and me being committed and, and having enough discipline to then build and solidify habits. So do you know what it is about you? Because you seem pretty young. You're only, what, 25? 24. You're still, you're 24. So you're only, oh, you're only 24 and you have such a deep mind and such, you're just very, you're a deep person. I could, I could sense and I could, I could just, for the way you're talking, I could feel that you understand what life is. You know where you want to go. A lot of people are not like this. They don't have this kind of mindset. So do you know what from your past, like either from your childhood, childhood or something your parents instilled in you that makes you have this kind of mindset? I think I'm the youngest in my family. I'm the youngest of seven, seven kids, so I'm the seventh. A lot of older siblings, to be specific, I have five sisters, one brother. And I have in-law siblings as well, and parents, things like that. I think being the youngest has given me a different, like a perspective that other people might be in the same situation as me, but they have different siblings and they look at it differently. So the way I kind of looked at things and get it, you know, look at my siblings and things like that, I really feel truly blessed to have, to be the youngest, to be able to see things like that from below in a way. Um, and then I also feel that is I've always had like a different angle, a little deeper, a little bit more passionate, a little bit more positive, a little bit more authentic, a little bit more than let's say, I, I guess who you were talking about, who isn't, whatever. And it's just, it's only come out more and more through this development of me personally um, with, you know, putting in work, journaling, uh, therapy, um, reading, things like that. Also, like putting myself out there to the world, uh, being vulnerable. I mean, being vulnerable is so, so powerful, breeds connection and you grow from it. You get, you, it, you feel that like, you know, inner like fire from it. A little scary, though, no? <laughs> it changes you. It change. It really changes you. Now, yeah, vulnerability is uh, 
definitely not easy. And sometimes, you know, I'll put something out there. I'm like, I hope no one watches this, you know, but I also know it's, it can be really beneficial for some people to watch it. So there's right. that mixed emotion. But I think just somebody that I, I read the book, um, Daring Greatly by Brene Brown, um, and it's about shame and vulnerability. And it just taught me a lot about it. But as well, and I watched a Netflix special, um, definitely recommend both those things to anybody watching um, and listening. But when you bring that into your life, being open like that and being seeing things from a different perspective, not it comes down to leading with intention, hands down. Then, you know, you kind of just look at the world differently, to be honest. Also, me coming to Arizona, living on my own, going through that experience, um, you also see the world differently. I mean, it's just also creating a business and then, especially as a coach, that brings like a whole other aspect of things rather than like selling people's houses or building houses. Being a coach is a different angle and you also see the world differently. So just these things kind of bring that mindset to to me. Wow, that's amazing. What do you love about coaching? Guiding and helping and supporting people that I care about to a better life. Your, your entire life is focused on making sure you have a healthy body, a healthy mind, healthy mindset, every, like, you know, what's in life, you know, what's the, what's like, you know, you know what you want in the future. And it's very cool because you're focused on yourself. You're not focused on, wow, I need to build myself so I could have this, or I could have that not like material things. You're focused on yourself, which is like amazing. Yeah. yeah it's powerful and, and definitely have a lot to work on. Um, and I'm excited for the future regarding that because I'm willing to put in the work and I think that's important too. So, and I'm willing to invest in myself to, to get there. And I think that's important to be willing to invest in yourself, not just invest in a building or invest in a, in a, in a, you know, things like that, invest in yourself. And I think that's the most important thing to invest in because once you invest in yourself, you will be investing in more buildings. I guarantee you that I'm, I'm also blessed that I'm in this position in terms of coaching because that allows me to invest in myself put time, and things like that. It's just the nature of the work. It's the nature of my time. I work for myself. Thank God I, you know, don't have to commute, you know, things like that. Um, but it's also priority, prioritizing. Like I prioritize it. When it comes to living with tension, I think a lot of people in our culture and community as well do it. Like they, they learn or they dive in. And that could be extremely beneficial when done correctly. Mm -hmm. So if you're diving and learning with real discipline, like I, I don't want to use the word discipline, but like you're actually like, I'll say you're in the present. You're not using your phone. You're not talking to anybody. You're really using that time. It can mm -hmm. be extremely beneficial, but unfortunately a lot of people don't really take it to that level and therefore don't gain as much as they can mm -hmm. from it. And you're not, um, you're not saying, like, put your phone away for the whole day. You're saying for just that that time. In not at all. Not at all. I'm saying for the time that you want to build yourself. That's really where it, what it comes down to. Because what? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll stop there. <laughs> <laughs> that's really awesome. Now, I know that when we were prepping the interview, you were telling me all about scheduling, how you schedule, like, everything in your life. You know, you put it into the, the calendar. So why is it so important to have a schedule? So, so here's the thing, a couple things you said there, scheduling, scheduling everything into your life and everything into your schedule. It could be taken to extremes that could be very, I don't want to say very, it could be unhealthy. And I want to put that out there. And I've been there. 
what happens is you um, don't you. It's hard to put time into other things. You're just in your own bubble. You could forget about people around you. Yes, you'll be productive in like what you're putting your time into, but it's not life. It's not a lifestyle. It's not healthy. Um, but I do think it's important to also structure things and schedule things to an ex- like for your day. So you can look at it and say, okay, what do I got to do today? Instead of things being all out there, like, okay, what's going to happen? Then you end up procrastinating. Things take longer. You want to have a time limit because when you have a time limit, it puts a little bit urgency and it's okay to have urgency. It's okay to have pressure. Positive pressure is okay. So, so I think it's important to put that out there. Also, writing things down, like writing bullet points of like what you need to do this week or today. And if you don't want to put in your calendar as times, just say, okay, this is what I got to get done today. Mm-hmm. And you might not get it done every day. You might not get it done um, for a while. Like it might take a couple of weeks till you get a day actually done that you wrote down. But that's the process. That's the journey. Again, it's not all or nothing. It's not perfection, right? It's not about that. So, but when things are all over the place, when you're not writing things down, when you're not, <clears throat> when you're not um, living structure at all or anything like that, you're probably not as productive as you want to if you ask yourself. Having some sort of schedule when you go to sleep, when you wake up, when you do other things in your life, whether it's work, daven, learn, have playful time, all that stuff, it will help you. It will guide you to a um, more productive life, probably a more intentional life, and um, could be a uh, probably more satisfied about just your life in general and how you're living. So let me give you this scenario. You have somebody, one of your clients, and they're really into being productive. They want to schedule their life, but they have a fear of their own success. How do you help them out with that? So I want to put this out there. It's hard for me to fully understand that, but I hear that that could be somebody's struggle, mm-hmm. right? So in my mind, it's about seeing what's beneath that, um, why they're scared of that, and get real with them on that one. Right. And really try to guide them to a place where they could see how they could get themselves out of that. Right. So it's not about me telling them what to do. It's not about me, you know, uh, giving them direct orders. It's about helping them get to a place, guiding them to a place where they can say, oh, wow. okay, so that's what I got to do. And they're making that decision. So you think it's an underlying thing? Well, it's 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 for sure an underlying thing, which what's holding them back. Right. So you got to kind of unravel and, and well, this is how I look at it, unravel things and then guide them to a place where they can say, okay, this is what I got to do. And they say, okay, so you just said it, right? So let's write that down. And mm-hmm. Let's get that done. That's pretty cool. And then you experiment with it. Doesn't mean it's going to be perfect or it's going to work hundred percent. Got to experiment with it. Right. right. So I've got one more question for you before we go. So mm-hmm. I see that your sister also is very into fitness and your siblings have you guys started as siblings say, okay, we're all starting fitness together or like, how did you guys get involved? Did you all get involved at the same time? How'd that, how that happen? So I'm glad that you mentioned my sister. So my sister Liba is very, very powerful woman um, in a positive way. She's guiding a lot of women to a better life, healthier life, stronger life inside out. So, you know, I think she would say the same for me. We're both very proud of ourselves, um, but she's, I'm proud of her. And I'm sure she's, you know, she would say the same of herself because it's important to be proud of yourself. Have your wins. It's not, it's not having confidence and being okay with that. It's it's important. So as a family, we didn't decide like all at once or like whatever, you know, like 
we're going to do this. Um, I mean, I have a sister who is a yoga instructor. Um, and then, you know, throughout my family, everybody's, you know, tries to stay healthy, eat pretty well, exercise and live that lifestyle to an extent. Um, some more than others, some it's easier than others, but yeah, even me and my sister, we didn't decide at the same time that we're going to do this. I sat down and this is something else that I, that I've done in terms of setting myself up. I sat down with my siblings, uh, about a year and a half ago, uh, before I was certified, I told them this is what I want to do. I told them the name, I told them this is what I want to do and things like that. And that was pretty powerful as well. And I think a lot of people are, have fear of like doing something like that, like, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I want to do. It's like it's setting yourself up for failure almost, right? Because you're basically saying, okay, this is what I'm going to do. If I don't do it, does that, does that, does that make me a failure, right? So you're putting yourself, you're being, making yourself pretty vulnerable. So, and I'm not saying I did that to pressure myself to actually do it. This is what I wanted to do. And I wanted to share it because I, I feel like that could help me move forward. And that's it. But yeah, I mean, like I said, we like health and fitness. We like, we think it's extremely beneficial for our lives, uh, for our kids' lives, for our future, for their future, for all that. Um, and, and therefore, um, it's something that we're, we, we believe in. Um, and in terms of two of us being health and fitness coaches, um, that wasn't really planned, <laughs> but <laughs> we do have a lot of similarities. Um, and I guess just God decided, you know, this is our mission. Did you start at the same time though? No, she started before me. Oh, she started before you. So she yeah. maybe got you a little bit into it or no? <laughs> no, because I was already going to be doing it. She, she helped me in terms of hiring, like um, um, entering, like getting a coaches because she also had. Um, and then I was debating where to, which coaches to get. And I ended up joining where she was. And then I left that. And then now we're back at the same place because she came over, whatever it is. But basically, um, she started before me, um, probably like six months before me or something. Do you want to share where you can find her on Instagram and social media? Yeah, Liba Yafi. So um, Spirit Fit Mama, you guys are going to be blown away. Um, so Spirit Fit Mama on Instagram and Facebook. Her name is Liba Yafi. So definitely check her out. You guys are going to be very, very uh, just almost surprised. I, I'm blown away. I watched <laughs> one. I just want to say I watched one of the videos of Liba actually like she was like walking with her hands across the ceiling thing like oh you know that yeah. white that I'm talking about yeah. and I'm like how in the world does this lady do this? I could barely like just hold on. Right. So that. something that she really guides women with is actually gaining strength. Right. Actual not just losing fat or being skinny or things like that. That's her model: strong inside and out. Um, because she believes in women actually being physically strong. Um, because having muscle is extremely important, and that goes into the details of fitness and science and, and, and all that health stuff. Um, but <clears throat> having muscle is extremely, extremely important, especially for women, um, because they deal with kids and all that, you know, good she's stuff. definitely very, very cool. You're yeah, so she's cool. She's a cool, cool Which woman. I'm like, if she could do that and, like, we could all do that. You know what I'm saying? Cause That's a fact. it only takes one person to do something. And then you're like, wow, I think we all could do something like that. But you know, I saw her moving tires. I'm like, Whoa, this, this, this lady, she's yeah. something else. <laughs> she's very strong. Very strong. That's amazing. So is there any last things you'd like to share before we go? Well, I guess if you're a Jewish man, firstly, I have a Facebook group. Um, so reach out to me. We can get you on that Facebook group. Um, a free Facebook group. 
And as well, like just start with something small, start making changes, small changes. You could definitely reach out, um, ask me questions or we could get on a phone call. But, you know, I think we could look at it, the, the mountain to climb and say it's so big and therefore don't even start. But it, you'll, you'll get over that mountain as much faster than you think um, with the right strategy, with the right plan and with consistency. And you'll be there by the, by, you know, before you could, you could think of it. So just start, just do, just take action. I mean, in my podcast called Living Intentionally, it's a lot about taking action. And the reason why is because I think action is, well, I know action is the only way to actually get you from point A to point B, right? We could read, we could, you know, you know, listen to podcasts, we could, you know, you know, read about health and fitness, we could, you know, hear people's stories, we could watch testimonials, we could watch transformations, we can know what to do, I know what to do, uh, this and that. It's about action. Something that a lot of people struggle with is they've done it before many times. And that's challenge for them to start again because I've tried so many times. I've done it. I've lost weight. I've gained weight. I, whatever your goal is, but then it doesn't sustain. And it's hard because people don't understand there is a how-to to creating sustainability what's out there a lot in this world of being pumped in billions and billions of dollars of this uh, industry, the health industry, the diet industry, the wellness industry creates not sustainability and a lot of restrictiveness, a lot of, no, try this and do this. And, and then a lot of what people work for falls apart within a short amount of time. So if you want to learn how to, you know, create sustainability, that's, that's where, I come in and learning that how-to and, and creating that identity and that lifestyle. And I think what also comes into this is mixing fitness mindset and nutrition and not just one. And that's really important uh, because a lot of times people just do one. Like, well, if I want to lose weight, I'll just work on my nutrition. Or if I want to get strong, I'll just exercise. I'll just work out. I'll just lift or whatever it is. And then you get tired of that or you don't continue it and you didn't have the full circle and it's gone. So creating that identity, creating that lifestyle around all three is important. Yeah, it's totally, it's very cool that you give them the entire, the total package. Um, I'm not sure if we did mention this, but how exactly does your academy work? I know that I know, but for the people listening, I'm not sure if we did discuss that it's an online. It's So maybe you want to talk about that before we go. Yeah, no problem. So it's fully online, yes. And thank God for it being 2020, even though 2020 has been tough year. <laughs> um, there's still technology out there. So thank God I'm able to guide and support men throughout you know, the world in terms of you know being online and guiding them on that. So it's fully online coaching. Um, there's you know fitness, nutrition guidance, and mindset guidance. And now there's a lot of details to it. And I don't want to overwhelm anybody here. And really, it's not overwhelming. But if you don't have enough context, it can sound overwhelming. And that's not you know good. So the bottom line is it's online and, and, and you really, um, you know, learn the how-to of, of living with intention in terms of health and fitness to open up the door for you to live that the rest of your life in a much more empowered way. I know that sounds pretty intense, but... but sounds really awesome, actually. Don't, don't I take, join. Don't, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. You take women? <laughs> <laughs> My sister does. <laughs> 
<laughs> my sister does. But yeah, I mean, um, look, sometimes people get a little like, you know, scared off about of, of like, you know, the intensity that it sounds, you know, it's like, it's big. It sounds like, whoa, like you're really going to change, like things are going to change. Like, no, first of all, yeah, things are going to change. You're making change. Like things are going to change. And if you want to change, that's a good thing. But a lot of people want to change, but we can go into the seek discomfort that's behind me. It's important to seek discomfort. People get into their comfort zone and they, they want to change, but it's, it's hard to leave your comfort zone. But that's when you really see growth, when you get out of your comfort zone. So when people hear all this, they're like, wait a second, that means I need to get out of my comfort zone and change. That's a little difficult. Um, so you gotta, you got to dare greatly. Is it one-on-one coaching? So there is, a, um, there is an aspect to it that is one-on-one. I do believe in community, in, group co- in, in small group coaching, and group coaching in terms of certain areas of it. But like the one-on-one part is for sure guidance to their health and fitness, right. you know, and things like that. Yeah, for sure. Because your goals are not my goals and my goals are not, and I'm not coming from a place that, you know, someone else is coming from. So it has to be more personalized. Um, so it's, it's, it's definitely, um, you know, important to look at it like that, but yeah. So that's, that's that. awesome. And you only want to train men. Yeah. So I'm only training men. So I guess I'm out then. <laughs> <laughs> you're, not, you're not qualified. <laughs> not accepted. Oh, um, gosh. <laughs> because also, like, at the same time regarding who to train, I'm not just looking to train somebody, right? I'm going to create something that's bigger than just me training somebody, right? Because right, so it's more of a coach, you were telling me, right? Right? Because it's more of a coach. It's not like just a so trainer. It's more of a coach, but it's also creating a so to speak, a movement, so to speak, you know, a, a bigger academy, like a place where people really see lasting change. But it's like this movement in the in our culture, in the Jewish community, in in the Jewish nation, right? It's a place where people come and transform in these ways. So it's not like I want to just pick up anybody who will send me a check. Right. You know, you know it's not about that. I hear. Well, that's great. And it's awesome that you know what you want and, and you know how to get there. Well, that was Chaim Loeb on Hebrew Hits. He is the Fit Yid. I will link all of his descriptions in the link below. It has been a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much for being here. What a pleasure. A lot of fun. You've been listening to Hebrew Hits. If you haven't already, please give us a quick review and rating on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, Stitcher Podcast, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio Podcasts. And please go follow us on Hebrew Hits on Instagram at Hebrew underscore hits. Thank you so much for being here. We'll be back next week. Same time, same place.